What is up, ladies and gents? We are here with another installment of the Sports Take Podcast. We got awesome stuff coming your way. Uh, football talk, because you know that's starting today, but it's mostly college stuff we're going over. We got a lot of stuff coming your way. You know what? Today we got our boy Tabo back. He's hey been, guys, he's been out for a minute. Uh, you ready to be back? Gone for a minute, like, but I'm yeah, back now. Yeah, like you prepared. You hyped? Are you ready? Be, you able to hang? Sure, for sure. We've been only onward and upward over here. So you got to be able to keep up. Making moves out here. That's right. Trouble. That's right. Like so keep chess. up, put up, or shut up. That's what I like Now's to hear. Now's the time. Prove yourself. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff like Alex was saying. We got some college football talk. We may or may not have Utah wide receiver Britton Covey, TBD. TBD. Waiting on confirmation from the University of Utah on that. Has to get it cleared with his people. Um, we'll probably know in the next half an hour or so if we have him on or not. If not, we're going to talk about some Jazz Christmas stuff. We're going to talk Christmas Day game for the Utah Jazz, first time since 1997. Ooh, baby. And then we're going to do our college football top 10. But before we get to that, we always have our opening segments. Oh, yeah. Starting today, we got fresh out the oven. It's college football season and it's NFL season. There's a lot of hot takes going around. Are you a Tyrod Taylor guy? Are you a Baker Mayfield guy? Do you think that the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl? Do you think the Eagles can repeat? Do you th- are you a Wentz guy? Are you a Foles guy? Tabo, are you a Wentz guy or a Foles guy? Wentz guy. Foles? Uh, these are facts I'm going to present to you. Foles won Super Bowl win. Wentz zero <laughs> Super Bowl yeah, win. Yeah, that's true. These, those are just numbers, a.k.a. <laughs> facts, that I present to you, the Eagles fan. With those, with those facts in mind, you're still a Wentz guy. Yeah. All right. So Tabo's, Tabo's not going to come at us with this fresh out the oven take of he'd go Foles over Wentz, but what fresh out the oven take are you going to give us? I'm going to give you that the Houston Texans are winning that division. They're winning the um, AC South. So this wouldn't be a hot take if it were not for the Titans. Derrick Henry, Marcus Mariota. Right. I mean, because that's the only thing defense, that they've gotten Added Malcolm Butler. Because well, the Colts the, aren't winning anything. And the Jaguars. Well, I don't know. That's true. Though. I, the Jaguars. The no, Jaguars, Jaguars, are, Jaguars have a lot to prove. Yeah, the Jaguars also, are Also, big Here's question your, mark over there in Indianapolis. You yeah. know, what, yeah, well, okay. what form of Andrew Luck are they going to get? They're not gonna, it's going to be trash, Andrew Luck. We're actually going to talk about it later. Andrew suck. Little, Andrew suck, dude. Little sneak peek. Hey, JK, Andrew, I uh, wish you the best, though. Uh, he sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. No, he sucks. In general, you can at no, our boy Wiss if you want. But yeah, at me, dude. What is freaking sucks. Is this your fresh out of the oven that Andrew Luck is sucks? That shouldn't be like a what is your reasoning behind that Andrew Luck is sucks? Because from what I've seen him playing, he's pretty good. Yeah, you can't be throwing that stuff. All I'm saying, man, he sucks. <laughs> so I just think I, <laughs> I don't know, man. He, I mean, yeah, he's been hurt a lot. I mean, that's obviously the big reason he hasn't been playing. Obviously, he's just always hurt. I just think you know, if you didn't suck so bad, maybe you wouldn't get hurt all the time. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. It's really only one injury. That's true, though, and that's what's all. That's what's crazy, but. Well, how are you going to hate on him? Because of one injury? Yeah. One injury, and when he is in, he, come on. When he hasn't playing, like, how well did he do when he was healthy? Like, what did. Uh, 11, here's a, let me tell you. Seasons. Let me tell you how he did when he was healthy. Um, in his one, two, three, four, five seasons, four of which he played more than half the season. 2015, only played seven games. Wow. First three seasons in the league. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Ooh, okay. Touchdowns, 23, 23, 
40 touchdowns in 2014. 40. 2014, but that was the Deflate Gate thing, right? 14. Was that the year? Was that the year that they was, actually went? That to was the, the Deflate Gate year. Who was their running back? 40 the touchdowns. They definitely did not they run the ball. Find out. They didn't use him, obviously. <laughs> In his year that he played seven games, 15 touchdowns. 2016, started 15 games, 31 touchdowns. That's, that's something. And he's never, his, the most interceptions he's ever had, 18 his rookie year. 18 INTs? Dang. As a rookie. Okay. Led the 2-14 okay. Colts to then. That's true, though. I, mean, I'll give, I guess I can give it that, but I, I still think he sucks. But yeah, no, I could give it that. Fresh out, so we don't even need a kick it to you for your fresh out. <laughs> oh, no, no, I've got a good fresh out the oven. Well, let's hear it then. Keep him coming. You guys ready for this? I don't know. I'm, I, I, ha- I, was I wasn't weaving. ready for your bo- Andrew Luck take. Right? Hey, but I was bobbing and weaving earlier today thinking about what I was going to say. But then I started watching the beginning of this Browns-Giants game. Very first play from scrimmage. We saw Tyrod Taylor dump it to Jarvis Landry over Janoris Jenkins for a 40-yard. Well, first play of scrimmage for the Browns. For the Not Browns. first play. Because first play from scrimmage yeah. in the game. Yeah, Barkley went 40. A little bit different. Barkley went Shaky 40. Sakes, dude. It was tight. But... My guy, Narles I'm calling Barkley. it, you guys. You know it's gonna make a bit, it's a big flip, but the Giants are winning their division. I'm sorry, not the Giants. Browns are winning their division. Okay. Oh. No, <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's way worse. Take <laughs> both of them are pretty wild, but I like was the Steelers. I was personally attacked have by the, the Giants Steelers? comment. Have, have you met my guy, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I have. So because of one, what about AB touchdown pass? What about Ben? Be- no, not even a touchdown pass. Because of hey, one, that's hey, but isn't twenty this, yard hey, pass. Hey, isn't no, no, this no. whole segment just fresh out the oven supposed to be kind of wild? Yeah, but when we set the precedent for just fresh out the oven, we <laughs> specifically said no Browns hey. winning the division. I'm pretty sure that was an exact <laughs> example of what bad, not so sad, to do y'all. during the segment. Just wait for when it happens. Just wait. Can we want to make a get- bet on this? I'm down. Okay, Ruth's Chris. Okay, listen. I'm for bets, but I'm not trying to, you know, to have to auction hires. my car off. All right, what it be? Hires. I'm down be? for some okay, hires. Mark nope. it down, Tabo. Yeah, but it's just we for need, Hunter. We need a notebook. I ain't buying Tabo, no hires. What? I'm, dude, I'm feeling the heat too pen. over here. You ain't in it. You ain't in the bet. Does anyone have a pen? Dude, I'll just put it on my phone, dude. I got it. Okay. Mark the, it. Pull up the notes. Pull, pull that. Set a reminder. On your phone. That way we know. Like we, I'm gonna set a reminder on my phone because you're gonna get that reminder and you're gonna be like, "Oh, (laughs) you're like, oh shoot, he's like crap." Well, don't remind him about that. Oh jeez. I'm setting a reminder right now. For when? When are you setting? Well, when the season's over. What's what's? I'll set a week two. (laughs) That's when we'll know that the Browns aren't winning the division. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bet with Alex. Whatever. Over Browns winning division. Um, when is the NFL playoffs? Start? I'll just set it for like January 5th. Yeah, that sounds solid. Okay. Remind me on a day. Alarm. Yeah, yeah we should know by then. Go a long time. Jan- Saturday, January 5th. Noon. All right. Noon. <laughs> I like it. I in, like it. In, in notes, I'm putting hires for Hunter. <laughs> there you go. It's set in stone. It's set in stone, but yeah, Apple you know knows. What? Listen, the government now knows that you said <laughs> Browns winning division. It's tight, but you know what? I think it's going to happen. I-, I hope the best for him because I'm tired of seeing the Browns being so awful. But uh, you know what? It's de- that was definitely really hot out the oven. But what do you got, Hunter? What do you got for too us? Too hot. Oh, fresh out the oven. I burn. I literally burned my hand right there. You see that? I was that's, reaching that's for a, your take. No, that's a personal problem. Burnt my knuckle. Be more prepared. But now he'll be reaching for his hires burger. Yeah. Next time I reach out with this hand, it's going to be for a nice Heisberger. Uh Fresh out of the oven, my take, the Oakland A's are going to finish 
the season with a better record than the New York Yankees. Oh, geez. Top of my guy. That's a nice one. He's an A's fan. Mm-hmm. This one's for you. The A's currently sit at 68 and 47, while the Yankees are at 71 and 42. However, That's Yankees close. are 16 and 14 in their last 30 games. Oakland Athletics, 22 and 8 in the last 30. Second best record behind the one and only best team in baseball, Boston Red Sox, who are 25 and 5 in the last 30. Yikes. And swept the Yankees over the weekend in Boston. So that division leads growing. Wait, wait, no, Hunter, a, no thought, Aaron Judge. But hold up. I thought the Yankees were the only team that could do damage to the Red Sox. Hashtag damage. No, get out of here with that <laughs> nonsense. That's cute, though. <laughs> Hashtag damage. Try it again. Yeah, what months, was it? Though. 10 runs in one inning for the Red Sox in the first game? Something real bad. Ten runs in a single inning. I just inning watching this, and it was just sad. Just like watching like how down awful every down four one on Sunday. Spanking. Down four one on Sunday, going into the bottom of the ninth against Araldis Chapman, score three runs with two outs. They were down to their last out, scored three straight runs, one in the bottom of the tenth. Andrew Benatendi single, clean sweep for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Yankees are without Aaron Judge. Yeah. Oakland A's have Chris. Davis? Chris Davis. I was say Bryant. 32 homers. That's not right. 32 homers. Second in the league behind... J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez. Oh. Martinez. Oh, okay. You never know these days. It's Martinez. People are pronouncing Martinez. Stuff. If you say it with a Boston accent, it's Martinez. Martinez. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez. Um, so, yeah. Oakland A is going to finish the regular season with a better record than the New York Yankees, who everyone crowned World Series champions before the season started. Because they got the Bronx Bombers back. Oh, it's a return of the Bronx Bombers. Best Yankees team since Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio. Smash Brothers, right? Like, whatever. I don't know. Get out of town. Get out of here with that nonsense. (laughs) Alex is coming over to show me something. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield played that much? Yeah, dude. Listen, all right. Browns, this is why I'm feeling it. The boy, my boy, Bay May. 11 for 20, 212 yards, two TDs. Average per play is 10.6. And Not that's too what, that's shabby. What I like to say that's what I like to see right there. Not too oh, yeah. shabby. Granted, though, I mean Tyra Taylor was started the game and he went five for five, ninety-nine yards and a TD. Like five for five, hundred percent completion percentage <laughs> yeah, for Tyra it. Taylor. He killed it. Those are just facts. Yeah, those are just facts. They are just the facts. <laughs> I'm just giving you facts here, <laughs> and the facts are Tyra Taylor, hundred percent completion percentage. That's a fact. Can't argue with facts. No, you cannot. I mean, you can attempt to. Talmadge tried to argue facts with me. Talmadge is always doing something like that. Talmadge don't know. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It's kind of slow recently. Has NFL been. preseason's going. Yeah. Today marked the start. Well, yeah, after like 5 p.m., news. it started getting nice. But yeah. if you think about during the day, during it the was day, pretty it slow. was slow. Slow yeah. news day in the sports world. That's why we bring to you the very best headlines from around the world, not just in sports. That's right. Best headlines. Alex, All when right, you were guys. doing your morning reading, yeah, what headline what? did you come across Lame, that really grabbed your attention? Lay in bed. Kind of scrolling through whatever. USA Today had an an article of looking at Kesha throughout the years. And I almost cried because I laughed so hard. How did she look? You know, she she's definitely it was a little huh. different because it, it the first picture they had was from October seventh, two thousand nine. Let's see. You and, have it? I don't have it pulled oh, yeah, I just kinda had it all played out, yeah. But uh, it was uh, uh it was interesting. And it was all glittered up because you guys know how it was. Let me see if I can pull it up on this fancy desktop computer. Looking at Kesha, right, throughout the years. Oh, yeah. 
I can probably pull it up USA real quick. Today, huh? Yeah, USA Today. And it was really funny because they had 27 pictures. <laughs> it was just like each one on this date. She's walking on the red carpet. Just And you could just, and what I noticed is that. Uh, Kesha through the years. Mm-hmm. Kesha is a pop music survivor, evolving from the hard partying image of her early years into a suited up rock star with her 2017 album Rainbow, marking her triumphant return to music. What, one thing I noticed though, is when you go from the beginning, it, it has, you know, you have all that. Is it going backwards in time? Yeah, from the beginning. Here, let me pull up Whoa. the first one. I'll pull up the first one right here. Like, you got. Why does she just suddenly, like, had gained 50 pounds in one photo? That's what I'm trying to say. So, look, you got glitter, but look at this one look right here. Here you go. Here you go. That's, that's the first one, 2009. Wow. I know. It's kind of like, there you go. She looks like a mix between Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Taylor Swift. I don't know about that. That's a big old <laughs> that, question. That, no, that's come like a look at these. No, I'm looking at it right now, and this is a little bit of a slip slap. I don't know about that. Um, no, come over here. No, legitimately, come it. around. Tabo, come here. Tell me that you well, don't think. I was, well, two of those three women are I know, dark, but darker pigment. So come over here. I was going to say. I don't like, really you, know what I'm about to say. I don't see. know. You come could probably here. toss in. Uh, come on. No, there's no way. Taylor Swift. Cardi B. Nicki Minaj. There's this picture with me. Are you talking about this one for Nicki Minaj right here? Is this one you're talking about? No. Yeah, because this one looks like it. Right? Get on your mic. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Taylor Swift. Those three pictures in a row, you can see the resemblance. She's definitely uh, doing some sort of soul searching through her personal image. <laughs> okay. Her brand. That's right. Um, Tabo. When you're reading the news, because like you always do, you got your nice cup of morning Joe. What? Top of drinking that coffee in the morning. You got your mother. You went to pale ale. Chocolate. The pale ale. The pale ales. No, when you have your chocolate milk next to your bowl of Cheerios in the morning, you're reading through the news. What headline grabbed your attention? Uh, so actually, I had uh, you know I slept in a little bit, so I had to run. But I uh, on my lunch break, I was searching through some stuff, and what I found was the wonderful announcement of the Atlanta Hawks who were so kind to consider giving Carmelo Anthony a jersey, although he had a very short stint on their roster. And blew up over Twitter, talking about the Hawks just trying to keep it real. And they tweeted at Melo. They're like, hey, man, best of luck to you, fam. Here you go. Here's your jersey, brother. Like, no one cares. The Atlanta Hawks gave this man a jersey. And then had the audacity to tweet out to him like, "Hey, we gave you twenty three million luck, already. Fam. We gave you twenty three million already to go away. Here's the jersey that we paid you twenty three million to never wear. And then we're gonna put it out there on social media. And then LeBron came at it because LeBron has to insert himself into everything. Where he's just like, "Oh, good job in the A, my brother. Oh. Like a bunch of emojis. <laughs> like, dude, everything, what? everything. No one cares. Just the game. game now. It was it. funny until LeBron decided to get involved." Like, because he thinks that everything in the NBA world has to go through him. It's almost like a, a big group of people that are talking, having a good time at a party, and some guy comes up and he yells, hey, guys, what are we talking about? And it's everyone's like, like, ah. It's like everyone has this inside joke, and then LeBron's like, oh, yeah, dude, that was good. That's a good one. And you're just like, you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, I remember that. Yeah, like, stay. Keeping go, it nice and vague. Go to Los Angeles and oh, dude, stay, stay there. Stay out of our, stay out of our news feeds. Um, he's not saying out of our news feeds next, though, because my slow news day has to do with the former Cleveland Cavalier and now Los Angeles Laker. The former loyal guy. The former, the former king, 
Is well, it already his son's already king? Young king. I love how everyone's like now like photoshopping he, his son into Lakers gear. Oh yeah. Really though. Like first off, Lakers got to draft this dude. Could be a high pick because everyone's loving him. So you're telling me the Lakers aren't going to be any good with LeBron then if they're going to be a high enough draft pick to pick this guy. Well, no, because they could throw around some trades in the future and swindle. Let's just trade Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. Yeah, hey, listen, Orlando Magic's going to draft the kid and Lakers are going to just throw down some moolah to get him. They're just going to trade him out. That's what it's going to be. But headline I found amusing, Cleveland newspaper had the headline Lonzo Ball and Lakers at the queue November 21st. Ooh. Wow. Notable Laker missing from said headline that might be important to note in a Cleveland newspaper that might be making a return. I don't know, man. Lonzo's the king of L.A. I mean, honestly, when you're writing a headline like that and you want to highlight the other team's best player, and you're like, you know, when you're saying the Jazz are coming to town, you're like, Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz the take, on, take on Aaron Gordon and the Orlando Magic, you know? So when writing that, you obviously want to be like Kyle Kuzma's Lakers visit Cleveland. Because he's that's his team. That Kyle Kuzma, the Lakers are his team. Yeet. So put some respect on my man Kyle Kuzma's name. Put some respect on it. I didn't see Lonzo Ball finishing third in no rookie of the year team voting. I didn't see Lonzo Ball making first team all rookie. I didn't really you know see Lonzo did Ball see? making shots, but I mean, that's just I didn't me. See, <laughs> I didn't see Lonzo Ball <laughs> making shots. That was a good one, but I got to give you. That wasn't that wasn't a lash at your joke. That was more about his jump shot. I don't like it. That wasn't a da- <laughs> that wasn't a jab at your joke. It was a jab Apparently, at his jump shot. The shoe fits, so he's wearing. If it. the shoe fits, I have I have a pretty like and universal let me tell you, foot. Big, I feel like I fit big baller things. brand shoes don't fit, but if they were to fit, <laughs> if big baller brand shoes were to fit, was, then if the shoe fits, Alex, it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick break. Hopefully, in the next five minutes, Britton Covey gets to us. Hey. This is not looking too hot <laughs> right now. Man, it's, we're hey, getting man. stayed but, hey, up. Chin I've up. never had that happen. If you stay tuned in the next 30 seconds, you'll know what happened in the next 15 minutes of our life. So stay tuned. Go. You won't want to miss it. If it is Britton Covey, you won't want to miss it. If it's Jazz Christmas Day talk, definitely don't want to miss it. So stay tuned. With segment two, we got to get some good stuff for you. You know what, guys? It looks like... We're getting pumped, though. We are getting pumped. But you we got to explain, because normally we do Rocky. We do do Rocky. If you listen to the podcast the last few weeks, we do Rocky. But it's football season. Mm. And so we're bringing to you our rejoins are the hottest college football songs. When you think college football, what do you think? That's, that's when you think music and cultural. You don't think Natural by Imagine Dragons. No. You don't think Walk on Water by... 30 seconds to Mars or whatever, whoever it was. Yeah. Who did the walk on water? Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, look at that, Tawel. You're on your game, did dude. You see that crap? Atta boy. No, you think, you think. You think some of that. Pump up. You think you some think ACDC. Come, yeah, some ACDC. You think some old school classics. Oh, yeah. You're not thinking of no Imagine Dragons. No, sir. You're not going to no, be sir. walking on water with college football. 
No. You're thinking some good old classic rock. Hitting it hard. Oh, yeah. Easy stuff. Easy money. Got all the classics loaded up, ready to go. ESPN's got the stuff on tap, don't they? Oh yeah. Got it on well, tap. not ESPN, the worldwide leader, because they picked natural. That's true. Well, yeah, but that's 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 their own fault. Like over there, they don't amateurs they had, over there. Man, if they had us over there, man, we would be. Honestly, man, we would just bring the ratings up the just job. because of the music. Are you kidding me right now? It'd just be ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, White Stripes, uh, Some Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses. Got it all. Got it all. I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. College football, three weeks away from today. Oh, yeah. University of Utah taking on Weber State. But before we get to our college football top 10s, we're going to do a college football preview. Don't worry. But we're going to give you a little sneak peek of our college football top 10s today. Before we get to that, however, there's a little bit of other news that broke just a couple days ago for our hometown NBA team. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have That's a right. Your Utah Jazz have, have been selected Christmas, to play Christmas Day game in the NBA. The is it a home game? Home game. Oh, baby. Versus the Portland Trailblazers. There it is. I'm going to have to work on Christmas Day. Not real excited about that. Yeah, but you can't complain too much. Come on now. Luckily for me, it's the night game. There you go. Because if it's 8.30 at it night, I'm going to have to be there at 6.30. Christmas yeah. on Monday? So what? Yeah. This year? Wednesday, I want to say. Wednesday? I want to say. Look it up. Stats guy. We're hitting it right here. Our numbers guy. Stats Tomo. calendar guy. Says that Christmas is on Tuesday. Two, ah, we were both wrong. Almost. We sandwiched the right day. Skip plonk. We in there. What? I don't know what that. What the heck was that? When you get both yeah, of the, it works. Both the pieces of bread and just like make the sandwich? No. It worked. Um, <laughs> you got the message across. <laughs> yeah. We did what we um, had to do. Utah Jazz first Christmas Day game since 1997. You know what else happened in 1997, Alex? Hit me with it, Hunter. The Utah what else Jazz happened? went to the NBA Finals. Hey! Where they faced Michael Jordan and the Chicago well, Bulls. Lost. Oh. Yeah. But that's true. Those are the glory days of the Utah Jazz. But hey, I see some bright days in our future as the Jazz. I just, you can see it. And they're well, coming. It was. Not even a year ago, it was seven months ago, where Donovan Mitchell reached out on Twitter and said, Wow, Christmas Day game in Utah, maybe? With the little eye emojis. Hey. Little did we know then that not even a year later, the Utah Jazz would be given a Christmas Day game. So, Alex, what does this mean for the Utah Jazz? Have they officially made it, or is there some more you know, growing to do in terms of gaining the national spotlight if you are Utah? See, I think I, I'm not going to sit here and say like you know this they they've made it, but this is definitely sh- like showing that the you know, the NBA is seeing what the Jazz are becoming, that they are becoming a national 
like spotlight team. Donovan Mitchell, I mean, just being the rookie he is and how he played definitely brought a lot of attention to the Jazz and just of how we all played. Um, we've got a lot of interna international followers, especially because you think about the diversity on our team. I just think, you know, being if part of the NBA, you're like, who's, how, who, how are we going to get a lot of, a lot of like, viewers watch this game, right? What are the teams that will bring it? I just think, you know, the Jazz were a solid pick, especially with, uh, with how they've been going and what they've been looking at like they're doing. Um, and I just think it's just, it shows that they are doing what they're doing. So normally the Christmas Day game, obviously, are like the marquee games. Right. Like the can't-miss players, can't-miss teams. Mm -hmm. You have Lakers-Warriors. Right. You have LeBron and the Lake new-look Lakers facing the defending champs. LeBron-Golden State has been the Christmas Day game for the last three years. Um, you also have the Knicks because it's New York City. You typically had the like Clippers, Lakers was one just because it was you know Lob City, yeah, L.A. big market. Yeah, I mean you always got you, you always have those big teams, big cities that have like you know you the highest. Celtics are normally going to be in there. Right, Celtics, Sixers, yeah, are is this year because that's a rematch of the East Conference quarterfinals and probably the two best teams in the East. Oh yeah, for sure. You have Thunder Rockets because it's Russell Westbrook versus. James Harden. James Harden. Yep. Last year's, you know, number two team versus the or uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, excuse me, <laughs> who are loaded with guys like Russell Westbrook, Paul George. Got the talent. They got the talent. They got the talent. And then to have Portland Jazz, because when you think of Portland Jazz, that's not like a big name marquee matchup. Right. You know, like it is Lakers Warriors. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or like, you know, Celtics Sixers. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. If you so think, which must mean, and neither of those teams are like a big market. Like Utah no, having a home game yeah. on Christmas is not no, a huge, it's not, not a, huge a big market like having the Knicks right. home game. Like right. the Knicks are terrible, but it's New York City. Yeah, on it's Christmas New York City is going to be packed. That place is going to be. It's Madison it's Square Garden on Christmas Day. It's yeah. the New York Knicks on Christmas no Day. That. So to then have the Jazz must mean one of two things, because it's not market value. No, I don't think so at all. It's A, the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell are, Donovan Mitchell's a superstar. Exactly. And you have to watch him in primetime yep. on the all, NBA's biggest day. All fans want to watch All-Stars. All fans. Because Milwaukee's playing too, and they have Giannis. Yep. And I mean, that's probably why we're playing Portland, you know, like. They've um, got Dame. They've got Damian Lillard. But if Dame was the draw, they'd be playing this game in Portland. Maybe. They wouldn't be playing in Utah. Yeah. They wouldn't have true. Damian Lillard go against a team on the road if Damian Lillard is the guy you're trying to highlight in that no, matchup. No, 100%. 100%. You definitely want to watch the All-Star in his home, home arena doing his thing. Donovan Mitchell is the draw. Hell yeah. Number two, you still got to be good. Mm -hmm. Like the Bucks without Bucks with Giannis, if it was three years ago, weren't a Christmas Day game. Yeah. You know, the, you keep the contenders playing. And you give the contenders home games. Yeah. Like, obviously, Cleveland, Golden State in years past, or now Lakers, Cleveland, Celtics, Sixers, you know, Celtics could be on the road in those matchups. Right. But that's because they're both championship contenders. Right. Portland, not a championship contender. They got swept out of the first round as a three seed by <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. Good. So to give the Jazz a home Christmas Day game, Either means Donovan Mitchell's a superstar or the Jazz are contenders. And in my opinion, it's probably a little bit of both. Oh, 100% agree Both with that. of those two things 
Now, are the ja- am I saying that the Jazz are going to go to the NBA Finals like they did in 1997, the last time Christmas Day game was here in Salt Lake? No. Obviously, you have the Warriors. The Rockets are still around, although I think the Rockets got worse this offseason. I agree. Got Jazz probably aren't beating the Celtics yeah. in a seven-game series. Probably not. Philadelphia, eh. I don't know. I think the but Jazz against Philadelphia, that'd be a good that'd be, it'd a good be a good matchup. series. That'd be a really good series. That's a game seven sure. series for sure. Like that's perfect. Yeah. And I mean, can you imagine uh Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, NBA Seriously, Finals? That'd be crazy. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, NBA Finals. That'd be ridiculous. That'd be an amazing NBA Finals. And the thing is, like those two teams, especially with it being two completely different teams that have been in the finals in the recent years, do you know how many people would tune in to see that? But ESPN picked the Jazz to finish second in the Western Conference behind only the Golden State Warriors. And I could see it. I truly see that the Jazz, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, they're going to the finals or they're going to win, you know, all the way up to the Western Conference finals. But they are the team that if I was on the other side of, like, if I was the Warriors, Lakers, Thunder, any of those guys, I would not want to play the Jazz 100%. Oh, yeah. Not want to play them at all. (laughs) I mean, the Thunder. Uh uh. No thanks. Acted like they didn't want to play the Jazz, and and that's why they went home after the first round. Yep. Sucks to suck. They thought they were too big time for the Jazz. And Paul George watched the second round of the playoffs from home. That's right. Russell Westbrook watched the second round of the playoffs from home. Couldn't handle the players nor the fans, apparently. So it's okay. We Um, we were all in his head. Everyone was in his head. Big news for the Jazz, though, playing on Christmas Day game. Huge news. Huge news. Um, But the NBA is nice and all. It's not NBA season yet. Oh, yeah. You know what season it is? Oh, what, what, tell them what season it is, Tabo. It's football season. Mm. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, we coming. We coming for you. The Clemson Tigers. Mm. The Georgia Bulldogs. They do. The Oklahoma Sooners. Ooh, baby. Last year's college football playoffs teams. It's a new season, though. That's right. New season for college football fans. And we're going to give you our top 10 teams. These are the teams we believe to be contenders. I mean, you might see it, you know, here and there. But normally the final teams, when it comes down to the end of the season, are teams who start in the top 10 and were in the top 10 all season long. So we're going to give you guys our top 10 college football teams as we head into the 2018-2019 season. We're going to go number by number. So we're not just going to list our 10 and move on to the next guy. We're going to go one, and we're going to each give you our number one team. Then we're going to go yep. two, and yep. so forth. So uh, like start with 10? Build up the suspense? Yeah, let's start with 10, actually. Good idea. Wow, Tavo, this is why we pay you the big bucks. Let me tell you. I have yet to it's see good those, to have you back. I'm yeah, glad. I was going to say, when I like start I, making I mean, big it, bucks, you is it all coming out of Hunter's pocket? Because I haven't given Tabo a cent. <laughs> so, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> before we start. Hey, friendship's enough. Before we hey. start. <laughs> That's what we'd like to hear. College football, CBS, CBS Sports released their college football rankings for all 129 teams. Yep. One through 29. It's the one I'm looking at right now. Local teams came in Utah at 27. Yeah. Utah State came in at 77. And BYU came in 83, which was a little surprising to I me. I was very surprised. You, BYU at 83 is nearly 30 spots ahead of teams like UMass and East Carolina, two teams that beat BYU last season. 
Yeah. But 83 probably for both BYU. Te- both those teams probably got, you know, past their 50-yard line, you know, in their first game. What do you think? But that just goes to show kind of how bad last season was for BYU. Yeah. No, like UMass true. and East Carolina had no business even competing, let yeah, alone no, beating 100%, BYU. 100%. Um, obviously, we can't do a ho- all 129 teams. No, thanks. Oh. That'd be we crazy. We don't have the time nor the resources to do that. We all have actual <laughs> maybe, jobs. Maybe not <laughs> if it was my job to give you Dude, 129 I would give you 120, teams, I'd give you I would, and I would mix that up every I'd give you day, 100, too. I'd give you 180. I'll, ooh. I'll break it down. I would throw some teams from NCAA 12 that I created. Hold on. What do we got? Hold on. This is breaking news. Before we get into the football news, let me tell you a little something about my guy. The best player in baseball on the best team in baseball, Mookie Betts. Oh, baby. Has just hit for the cycle. Oh. Wow. A single, a double, a triple, and finally a home run. Solo Homer completed the first cycle in MLB this season. That's awesome. He's just giving you facts, honestly. These are just the facts, <laughs> These, Alex. I just hear facts. I hear nothing else but facts. What's Those that? are just the facts. Mookie Betts, best player in baseball and the best team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. Um, but yeah, if I got paid to give you 129 teams, I'd give you 130 teams. Yeah. But we're not. So we're going to give you our top 10. Starting at number 10, Tabo, who do you have? These boys are just squeaking in, but we love them. Or at least I do, personally. They've provided some beautiful 30 for 30s in the past. I'm going with the U, Miami Hurricanes. Hey, see, that was my 10. That was my 10. I liked it because I can see them doing big things. I only see the U. Uh, last season was a little sad. Like, they were cooking, and then they just kind of fell off. Kind of hiccup here, hiccup there. Yeah, I think they're making their on their way. They're on their way to kind of get a... Still the boys, though. <laughs> they still the guys, no doubt. Um, so you're both going Miami at 10, huh? Yep. My number 10 is a team that Miami beat last season pretty handedly. Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Last year's starting like quarterback it. Brandon Wimbush appears to be the starter entering the 2018 season after an up and down 2017. Um, it's hard to envision a season in which Notre Dame goes undefeated, however, and is playing in the playoffs. Um, however, they only play one difficult road game this season, which is at USC, Stanford, Michigan and and Florida State all are home games this year for the Irish. So I'm going with them at my number 10 spot. Good one. Number nine, Alex. See, my number nine is Notre Dame. Oh, you're, so you're putting Notre Dame ahead of Miami then? I am putting Notre Dame ahead of Miami. Wow. I just 43 to 8, I think it was. That was season. a pretty brutal, but this thing, but you know what? That's why I love college football because games like that happen. And you don't know it's and they're not supposed to. But you know what? That's a little fresh out of the oven. It does. But they do. Tabo, you're number nine. My number nine is going to be someone from uh, the Pacific Northwest. You're going. I'm bringing in the pack. UW. Washington. Wow, Washington all the way down to number nine. That you're seems a little low for joking, me. Joking, dude. Really? UW at nine. Wow. It's low. Things Dang. are, are going to shake up. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. We are going to see. <laughs> we are going to see. My number nine, Penn State. Okay. Obviously lost what is now the number two overall pick and now New York giant Saquon Barkley. However, but Trace, however, Trace McSorley is returning another year under the belt and looks to lead the Nittany Lions into the playoffs. Third time is the charm. However, with games like Michigan State, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin on the slate for 2018, it's hard to see Penn State emerging unscathed, but it's also not unheard of. Right. Oh, yeah. Number eight. Tabo. Fighting Spartans, Michigan State. You're putting Michigan State at number eight. Wow. You're, they're not in my top ten. Definitely not. 
That's crazy. Shout, yeah. out, to, shout out to Draymond wow, Green Tom, and Le'Veon Bell. Tossing them around yeah, over here. Wow. That's a fresh out of the oven, too. That, yeah, that, We've had quite a few hot that takes. That over there. With you putting Notre Dame ahead of Miami and with you putting Michigan State in the top 10. Yeah, I think Michigan, that one's a little bit more hot than mine. That's a little, a little bit spicy. more. A little bit. That's, yeah. Little, you, you, you toss a little bit more tapatio on there if that's for me, you know? Um, Number eight for you, Alex. So number eight, I had Penn State. Penn State. Same thing. Trace McSorley coming yep. back. No Saquon Barkley. No Saquon. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, who knows? I could. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished. Tough, tough schedule. And Yeah, and in the year, I would not be surprised if they finished outside the top ten. Wouldn't surprise so me. So, my number eight is Miami. Oh, okay. Miami my lost its God. top receiver in Braxton Berrios, who's now a New England Patriot. Ayo. Should hamper the production of an already lackluster Malik Rozier at quarterback for the Hurricanes. However... Malik Rozier wasn't the star of that team last year, was it? No, the turnover chain. The turnover chain. Was the star of the Miami football team. That defense is one of the best in the country. I think that elite defense was about to earn Miami a spot in the 2017 season, but the Hurricanes ultimately fell short. It's it's a long shot that I see Miami in the playoffs just because of games against LSU and Florida State. Right. But if Malik Rozier can show that he's improved to this offseason, and if the defense can continue to be such a scary, ferocious, turnover-producing defense, then I think that Miami could find themselves playing in January. Number seven, I'll start, the Auburn Tigers. Hey, me too. After an up-and-down year that saw victories over Alabama and Georgia but losses to LSU and UCF, Auburn could be poised to make a run at the playoffs yet again in 2018. Um However, Auburn faces the toughest challenge of any of these teams that I've looked at that are in my top 10. They have the toughest schedule to me, games against Washington and LSU, in addition to conference games against Georgia and Alabama, which are both road games for the Tigers. A little ugly. Yeah, tough schedule for the Tigers. However, if they can get through that, they definitely have the resume to make it into the playoffs. I agree. So Tabo had Alabama too, so or Auburn too, so we'll kick it to Alex. <laughs> Alabama, Auburn. I also had Auburn at seven. War Eagle. Oh, clean sweep. Auburn at seven, huh? Yep. Uh, great mind sync alike. Number six, Tabo, kick it off for us. Boomer Sooners, Oklahoma. Wow. Ouch. That's high. <laughs> That's high for the Sooners. Do you have your Sooners in top ten? I do. Really? At five? Why is it giving me that look? Not at five. You gave me the surprise look, but... Not at five. I have them at six. Or at six. I have them at six. Sorry. So, so you same. both have Oklahoma at six. Oklahoma did not make my top ten. Lost no. Heisman winner, Baker Mayfield, their n- new quarterback coming in, Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, he's a baseball player. Is This is his only year he's playing college football, because then he's going to the MLB to suit up for the Oakland right. A's. We'll see how that goes. I don't think Tell he him. focuses in on football enough to get the Sooners to where they were last season. Losing a Heisman Trophy winner obviously hurts you. So they're not in my top 10. But I'll tell you who is at number six, where you guys both have Oklahoma, is Wisconsin. Okay. So Wisconsin would have been in the college football playoffs last season if it weren't for a Big Ten title game loss to the Ohio State Buckeyes. This season will be a little bit tougher for the Badgers if they can survive trips to Penn State and Michigan. Then they could be looking at another perfect season headed into the championship weekend where another potential Ohio State matchup could be looming for the Badgers Obviously, if they get through that and win the Big Ten, both outright and in the conference championship game, then the Badgers should be looking at a playoff spot. Yep. Number five. Hey. 
Number I only have the sounds for the top five. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's all we need. Number five. Alex. Number five for me, guys. I'm tossing in Wisconsin. All right. Same reasons. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Good team. Didn't really lose anybody. Yeah. Tavo. Number five. Uh, Big 12 showdown. I'm going with Ohio State. Oh, all right. Number four. Oh, wait. I'll see you nope. do have more. Nope. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Oh, gosh. Number five. No, I said I only had the top five sounds. Oh, so I didn't I have six I only ten. Have, okay, might be. Number five. Number five. Also the Ohio State Buckeyes for me, Tabo. Um, I would have them ahead of my team in number four. I would have them at number four normally if it weren't for the recent news coming out about Urban Meyer and with his future up in the air as well as having to break in a new quarterback this season for the Buckeyes. Dropped them a little bit, so they're coming in at number five for me. Number four. Tabo, number four. Wisconsin. The badges. They're going to, yeah, so like what you were saying about um, Big Ten, I definitely feel like they're going to finally get that revenge Going over the the hump of Ohio State, which usually cuts their season short, and the like <clears throat> snags the possibilities of having a college playoff spot. I feel like this year they're gonna they switch it up. They're gonna fight for that college playoff spot. Number four, Alex. Number four. You're number four, Washington. All right. There we have. Tabo had him at what do you have him at eight, nine? He's crazy. Nine. Nine. Because it's crazy. Man, you're crazy, man. <laughs> you crazy, Number man. four. My number four is also Washington. Hey. Uh, third time is the charm for Huskies up. quarterback Jake Browning. Now the top program in the Western United, Western United States. Washington should look to advance to the cultural playoffs. For sure. If they can get through their first game of the season against Auburn, technically a neutral site. However, I think the game is out in Georgia at the Falcon Stadium. So if they can come away with a victory in what essentially is a road game against the Auburn Tigers, then I think we will learn a lot about what this Huskies team is going to be about. Obviously, they play on the road against Utah too, which Utah thinks and believes that they could win that game. I think that Utah could have a chance of beating the if Huskies. If anyone's going to do it, we yeah. can do it. Um, also, Oregon, much be- much improved. For sure. Uh, Herbert is a real deal quarterback for the Ducks. Also have to play Stanford, so... Washington by no means has an easy, easy schedule after that Auburn game, but that Auburn game will be telling about who the Huskies really are. Number three. Alex, you're number three. My number three, guys. I'm rolling in hot with Georgia. Same. Ooh. Tavo? Number three. Georgia. <laughs> number three. <laughs> My number three, Clemson. Okay. No, not the oh, boys. Come on. Returning quarterback Kelly Bryant yeah, should yeah. be enough to take the Tigers to the playoffs. Playing in the ACC, Miami will be a threat, obviously. Um, Florida State should be improved after a disaster year for the Seminoles last season. The ACC, outside of really those three teams, however, not super deep. I mean, you have the Boston Colleges, the North Carolinas, the North Carolina States, the Wake Forests. But outside of Clemson, Miami, Florida State, not a whole lot of talented teams in the ACC. I think the obviously the experience that Kelly Bryant will bring to the table now his second season with the Tigers, as well as the second best coach in college football, Dabo Sweeney, second only to a one Nick Saban with the Crimson Tide. I think those two are enough to make any team relevant. Oh, yeah. Number two. Tabo, you're number two. Clemson. Clemson Tigers. Explain. 
Why number two? Why ahead of Georgia? Why ahead of Georgia? Because um, you had the three-peat going on. I feel like... uh, They've made the playoffs the last three years. Yep. That's a lot. They've been killing it. So I feel like they're just going to come back for it, and they're going to get another shot at Bama, and we'll see what happens. What you say? You're saying Bama's going to make it to the playoffs? Number pro- two. I could probably <laughs> I could probably bank on everything that I've got. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I'm Except just, my phone. I'm just, just saying. All right. I'm saying. Number two. Alex, number two. My number two is also Clemson. Wow. But I, I was actually. Where do you have Georgia? I just said Georgia at three. Yeah. Oh, okay. We both had Georgia at three. My bad. That's on me. Yeah, no. I, That's I, on me. See, I'm, I'm actually on the fence a little bit, like on one and two with Clemson. Obviously, my number one would be, you know what I mean? But I'm just kind of, I was on the fence because Alabama, they don't have their. They don't have their starting quarterback just yet. And in my opinion, you know, if they don't go with, uh can't really remember how to pronounce his name, but Tua, who they call him. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Can't, if he if he starts and actually does how he, plays how he played in that national championship game, then I see him going. Uh, but if they go with the latter. I thought he just went Clemson, though. No, I'm just talking about that's why I was on the oh, fence a little bit. Okay. Who I was going to take it one So for you, it's a toss-up Clemson, Alabama, number toss one. Up. Yeah, but so I, w- I but at number two, I did list Clemson at number two. All right. Number two. My number two is Alabama. Okay. My reasoning is because of what you said to a Tagovailoa. Right, you just don't know. We saw him in one half, came in, led the Crimson Tide to a national championship. Mm-hmm. Everyone bought into the Tua hype thinking that this guy was the best quarterback to come in Alabama, leaps and bounds, better than Jalen Hurts. But I'm not convinced just quite yet. I think that it's too soon and too quick to judge a quarterback based off of one half of a game against a defense that did not prepare a single second for him. Yes, impressive that a true freshman was able to come in and lead Alabama back in the national title game. However, that Georgia defense wasn't planning on ever seeing Tua in on a single down. Right. They had spent all their energy and time into containing Jalen Hurts and limiting the quarterback runs, which obviously opened up things downfield behind the secondary for Tua when he came in. He's a more I'll give him that. He's a more talented passer than Jalen Hurts is. Right. However, how he plays when the defense has actually had time and a week to prepare for exactly. going against him. We'll see how good he exactly. really is. Like, that's how I feel. I mean, because Jalen Hurts is obviously the seasoned guy. He knows yeah. He knows it all, right? Tua does not. He has half a game under his belt. Granted, he has a half a game at the biggest stage in college yeah. football. I I think Tua's the starter. Tua's the I starter would, in Alabama. See, I would hope so. But that's the thing. The fact that they're tossing it up in the air like they are. I think it's know, pretty it's, obvious. But that's what's hard for me is just like if they if they don't have – like they're going to have this controversy. It just you know, I don't see Alabama truly – you know, being a true Alabama team because like it's just a toss up right now. So I don't know. Speaking of Alabama, number one. Number one is Alabama for me, but we'll see how that ends up. <laughs> number one, Tabo. Alabama as well. They just they just find a way to get it done. Yep. Number one. My number one team, the Georgia Bulldogs, national champion runner ups last season. Yes, Return their starting quarterback Jake Fromm who I believe is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football this season. High, dark horse Heisman contender. Um, Fromm's tar- top target last season is also returning Riley Ridley, Georgia's best receiver. Wait, but where's Jake's running backs though? They did 
I have it in here too. Georgia did lose some key players. Sony Michelle, running back Nick Chubb, also gone. Also lost Raquan Smith to the NFL. So those three guys are gone. However, new Mike linebacker Monty Rice and running back DeAndre Swift are poised to fill those shoes. I was reading up on them, reading the interviews. Monty Smith seems like the real deal and can come in and make an impact right away on the defensive end for the Bulldogs. DeAndre Swift, not going to lie, haven't really seen anything from him in terms of game film. However, George is known for cranking out good running backs. Oh, for sure. They had Todd Gurley, then they had Nick Chubb, then they had Sonny Michelle, DeAndre Swift just the next in line for really talented running backs. Don't forget about Noshawn Marino. Noshawn Marino. How did I forget about my boy Noshawn Marino? Um, Also, excellent head coach, Kirby Smart, I think. This is the year. I think Georgia got so close and had just a taste of national championship last season. I think this is the season that they get that done. I agree. So, real quick to recap, top 10, number 1 through 10, Alex. Where's just real quick, just list your top 10. List to my recap. top 10? Yeah. So I had uh, Miami at 10, Notre Dame at 9. I think I had Penn State at 8. And then we had uh, Wisconsin at 7. Then we had, uh, you had Auburn at seven. Auburn at seven, Wisconsin at six, Washington, uh, no, Georgia at five, Washington at four. Then it was uh, Clemson, Ohio State, and Alabama. Or Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama. Sorry. So do we have the top 10 just in a different order? Or Yeah, we're all kind of like. Cause I, so I had Notre Dame, Penn's, so I'll just go one through 10. Yeah, hit it. Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Washington, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Auburn, Miami. Penn State, Notre Dame. Yeah, we essentially had all the same just top ten, just kind of. Tabo though. Tabo's. T- yeah, I didn't. One through ten. I didn't. You didn't have Ohio State, right? No, I did. I didn't include Penn State or Notre Dame. Okay. That all was right. It. So your top um, ten. Yeah, one through ten: Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Auburn, Michigan State, Washington, and Miami. You had Oklahoma, not Ohio State. That's right. I had Oklahoma, not Ohio State. I was waiting for you guys to call me out on that. So I'm the only one that had Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State wasn't in my top ten. I had Ohio State. They're my number five. Yeah, that's right. I had Oklahoma. I'm the only one that didn't have Oklahoma. Yeah, because you're a bum. Buddy. You're a buddy. All right, that's the top ten college (laughs) football teams. Got them. In our opinion, we'll see. Each week, let's do a college football top four. Like, who's in your playoffs that week? I agree. No, I like that. Playoff bound. That's what we'll call it. Is that, who's our playoff bound? Playoff bound will be a reoccurring segment during, during the college football season. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but you'll want to stay tuned because we're going to tell Talmadge why all his opinions and takes are wrong. Oh, so baby. you won't want to miss that. Oh, yeah. Said, we're getting pumped for college getting football. Getting so hyped here over here <laughs> at the Sports Take Podcast. Getting good. We need college football. Oh yeah, we, we were just talking it. about it. We were talking about it. Hunter and I. We were, we were saying what we needed. What did we need? What we say when we were crossing it. the street? I what need did we it. Say? I said I needed that Temple versus Houston. 
I need it. I need that Eastern Michigan versus Buffalo. Oh, baby. I need that Akron versus Bowling Green. Gosh, I need dang it. Dang it, you don't even understand. I need how that much Purdue, need. Illinois. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All I need right, that all third right. down. I need that. <laughs> it's getting ready. It's a night game. It's 9 30 o'clock at Rice Eccles Stadium. Oh, baby. Stanford's going third down. See it it just starts to get. I can see it. The must is rocking. Close They're your eyes and just envision it for a second. I can just see it. Mm. Got the guy Everyone's running yelling. upstairs with a, a third He's, down jump flag. I can see it now. They've got threes in the air. Oh, baby. Stanford's breaking oh. their huddle. They're coming to the line. It's getting loud. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I need it. Inject it. Inject the song into my veins. I can smell it. You can smell the tailgates. You can smell the crushed nachos on the floor. The old drunk guy sitting behind you. You got it all. We're excited, to say the least, for some college football coming up here in just three weeks. Have you ever been this excited, Alex? I'm just excited every year, but I feel like this year, I'm just on another level. You're excited! Feel these nipples! <laughs> I've now baited Alex into that twice. You know what, dude? Shut <laughs> up. That's two times I that I've baited you into that. You're so funny, dude. Like, gosh, dang it. He likes to think so. College football's tight. Can we all agree? It is tight. College football's real tight. It is tight. Probably the tightest time of the year. Yeah, true. Oh, for sure. But there are also some things out in the world that are not tight. Racism is not tight. Oh, guys, right? don't do it. Racism is not tight. Hey, man, just Wait. love everyone. Hey. Okay. okay. We all love Tavo, right? Hunter, do you love Tavo? I love Tavo. I love Tavo, I love Tavo right? Even though he's got that blue streak in his hair, love the guy. It's a little weird, but I love Tavo. No, I'm feeling it. I like the blonde a little bit better. I, <laughs> I did. I agree. Though. Blonde was better. Blue streak's new. A blonde like stripe? Oh. Yeah, the blonde was a little. What if like, you went blonde little, on the other side? Well, he had blonde, one blue you can't stripe. Go and, hey, one blue stripe, school, right? one blonde stripe, dude. What if you had both? No, if anything, it would be next to each other. Blue on the side, blonde stripe down the middle. Now no, that no. that would be lit. All right, so for what's college football season, can you do red? Please. I just got, I just got this yesterday, so I had to do it in like That's two right, so weeks. College football season. Yeah, in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Come on, you just rep it for a couple. You can weeks wait till like Pac-12 season starts. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. No, no, never mind. We're good. What? No, well, now you can't say I want to secret drop like that. I was gonna say this is. This uh, color was sixty bucks. Wow! Yeah. See, okay, not well then, tight. Yeah, that's not, not tight. Sixty dollars. Definitely right not tight for a one blue streak. Sixty dollars. So racism, saying, not tight. Dude. Blue streaks, sixty dollars <laughs> for a blue streak, not tight. <laughs> College football, very tight. Yes, sir. Alex is going to give us some more topics. We're going to tell him oh, if boys. those are tight or not. Oh boy! Oh so boy! Let's oh, hear boy. oh boy! Let's All right, hear guys, tight or not tight? And we talked about this. I think you did last week, but Johnny Manziel throws four picks in the first half of his debut with the. Alouettes. 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 Not whatever. Alouettes. I don't care. Outlets. Outlets. The, the Montreal Outlets. Montreal. Let's get the energy flowing, guys. I'm all charged energy, up now. Um, not tight because I'm with Tabo. <laughs> my guy is now Johnny Manziel because I like the way that he's turned his life around. No, I like the way he turns his life around. I'm an Alouettes guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. Oh, I talked about it last week. My boy. Uh, ben Cahoon. Cahoon. Ben Cahoon, dude. It's my guy right I there. I remember, dude, he gave you, you got a, you had his gloves. We talked about it last time. He was supposed to give me gloves. He never did. Oh. Because that was when I was transitioning from quarterback yeah, to wide receiver. Bit, a little bit less tight. He's like, yo, dude, I'll get you some real gloves, some good stuff. I was that like, all right. Good, At dude. that point, as like a 14-year-old kid, I was his same size because he was a small, 
That's why he never played in the NFL is because he was like 5'8". But, okay. yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Um, not tight. I'm an Owlets guy. I'm a Johnny Manziel guy. I want them to mesh well. I want him to see success. I think he will see success. Canadian Football League, totally different game than the NFL and the football that he's used to. That was his first action. Defense is set up differently. I think you can have 12 guys on the field if for defense. Or it's 12 guys on the field regardless instead of 11 um, in Canadian football. Something like that. And you can have it's kind of like if you think of the same aspect as arena football where they can have those wideouts come out the and sprinting start. the running start. Yeah. So a totally different game if you're Johnny Manziel playing the CFL. I think he'll, you know, the more it goes on, the better he'll get. But Who knows? Ultimately not tight. Yeah. Tabo, you with me? You're a Manziel yeah, guy. That's not, yeah, that's not tight. <laughs> Manziel is my guy. His college career was beautiful. He did and have a like, beautiful college career. You know, yeah, he had all of his mishaps through the fame. He had when some run-ins. With yeah, the NFL. With some downs, a couple of speed bumps here and there. Supposed to be yeah. certain places, but yeah. otherwise was in Las Vegas. But hey, you know what? You got to give it to the man. He's trying to turn his life around. He wants another shot at football. You can take that away from him. It's just un- unfortunate that he had a really poor start. <laughs> yeah, see, listen, I, I just I thought it was tight back. for the performance because I just thought that was hilarious because of how last week I just said, uh, like who's the hot seat? And I said it was Montreal Outlets because they're going to have Johnny Menzel starting. Boom, this happens. But I'm on the same page as far as I'm proud of Johnny Menzel for turning was his on life around Nathan Peterman mode. and he doing was, his thing. Yeah, seriously though, he was Nathan, all over Nate it. Peterman game yeah. going. All right, tight or not tight? If Urban Meyer keeps his job, is that tight or not tight? Let's think of like three weeks in the future, right from here. They say they announce he's going to keep his job. He's staying there. Tight or not tight? Um, this Fran, one's a heavy Fran question. Tight. Mm-hmm. This one's a heavy question because if the allegations are true, mm-hmm. and what the former Ohio State coach's wife said happened did happen, then it's not tight. However, keeping your job, there's the possibility, as a lot of the time, unfortunately, these things go that not all the facts. That we yeah, hear, right. either we don't hear all the facts or the facts that we are given don't end up to be accurate. Correct. And that's happened so many times in the world of sports, both college and professional, that it makes me weary of just jumping on a guy and saying that he should be done because of one, what one person has to say. One person's side of the story. Right. So for me, it's too early to say I would need the facts. I would need to know what happened because I'm hearing different things. Well, right. But I mean, I mean you're still hearing the allegations right. bad. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Bad. But I mean, you're still hearing for the most part. They seem to be from obviously from what we know, it's mostly true. I mean, they had that interview with the guy that is kind of, you know, the, the yeah, assistant it. coach that Zach was doing all that smacks. Yeah, Zach Smith. I mean, he's saying like if Urban Meyer gets fired, that's completely wrong. Stuff like that. So you have the guy, like the husband, former assistant coach, coming out and saying, like, hey, he didn't know everything. Which, if you're fired by the guy, why would you then go and stand up for him? Right. And so that's why I'm just starting to sit there and think, you know, okay, maybe Urban also, like, was like just. There's you know, stories kind of coming out that the guy's wife, the one who's making these allegations, may be a little bit crazy. I mean, anyone could say that. I mean, that's the thing. So that's but kind like, of what's hard. You know, like showing up to the the dude's house in the middle of the night after they were separated, kind of like that stuff. Yeah. Like hers, yeah. So I can't jump to a conclusion and say that would be tight if he kept his job. I can't jump to a conclusion saying it would be not tight. Right. See, I just look at it because I mean, like, he obviously did lie in the press conference. Like, we all know that. He obviously did. And he then he lied. backtracked and he's like, right, oh, well, like, uh, you know, But uh, he kind of it. owned up to it he a little owned bit up, in his but letter. See, the way I feel about like, it, I, I mean, when you, once better. you lie about it, I think that's kind of where you're like, 
okay? Like, that's where now that's... He definitely shouldn't have lied because now that he lied about it, all these allegations that come out, no matter what allegation it is, they're immediately going to think it could be true because he's been, he lied. Yeah. So now that's what sucks. I would honestly, I if do. they say they keep, if they let him keep his job, if it were me, I want to see Urban Meyer still there. I don't want to see him lose his job, but I definitely think there should be some type of a suspension. punishment. Yeah, like a suspension. One maybe, year suspension. Maybe even maybe half a year. I don't know. Maybe second half of the year, something like more a little bit like a little bit heavier, where like if they go deep, yeah. he's not there. Something like that. So I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. But Tabo, did you think tight or not tight for that? Uh, so specifically, like, if you're Urban Meyer and you keep your job, I guess that's tight. But also, like you guys are saying, like if the allegations were true, then that's still not tight because he lied. He had, he knew, he was like well aware of what was what was happening and still chose not to. I guess take the appropriate action. So I'm kind of like with Hunter, where again I can just have to see how it plays out. Right. But I think ultimately, like he's a great guy, former Utah guy. You want to see him still in football and still, one hundred percent, one hundred, helping a program gain as much success as possible. Quick note, Urban Meyer. What was more disturbing to me than the whole thing with what was going on with the assistant coach and his assistant coach's wife was the allegations coming from for, former Florida players. Right. Kind of like the treatment that they received at Florida. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit more makes me weary of Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Than just being like, oh, he's staying up for, you know, his assistant coach. Well, standing up might not be the right word. Um, just not acting upon it. Just yeah. kind of st- kind of brushing it to the side. Yeah. So obviously just not being good. being a little bystander, letting it go over the shoulder kind of yeah. thing. But, I mean, time will tell. Yep. We'll fi- again, like, that's what's hard. Out. Everyone doesn't know what to believe now because he lied. And yeah. So it's kind of hard. But also people like the girl who accused James Winston of sexual abuse. Um, the girl who accused Reuben Foster of domestic violence, where those things all turned out to be false. It makes right. me a little yeah. weary of you never stuff know. in the And that's what sucks world. is you just never, so, ever yeah. know. I mean, the facts will come out. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. And we'll, you know, then we'll be able to make a definite decision. But next, that's all we have to say on Urban Meyer. That's right. All right. Tight or not tight, Saquon Barkley tonight. First touch of from scrimmage goes 40. Very tight because I thought he should have been number one overall pick. I stand by that. Okay. I stand by my notion that Saquon Barkley should have been the Browns' number one overall selection. You go quarterback at four. What was not tight was that the Giants only let him play one series. I agree. I mean, That's... you saw Baker Mayfield essentially play the whole game. Yeah, and tore it apart, too. Granted, against second and third and string guys. That, yeah, but okay, but then think about this way. Giants. But think about the team. Think about the team that the Giants would have, uh, not the Giants, the Browns would have right now, right? If they took Saquon at number one, they could have definitely gotten Baker Mayfield at four, right? Yeah. So I just think, there you go. <laughs> you think about that backfield. Ooh, baby. Man. It'd been, it'd been crazy. Speaking of, Josh Allen threw a freaking dime touchdown pass. After, to he, after Bills he scrambled backwards for 30 yards? No. Like, it's good. I'll show you guys after this, but I just got the notification from Bleacher Report. Watched it. Dime. Like, yeah, really good pass. You also got to see what the heck he was doing on that scramble. With a minute left in the game. Um, next. Tight or not tight. Well, I, didn't, I didn't put in my... Oh, tight or oh, not whatever. tight. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you got to be more aggressive. Yeah, you be ready. You just got to hop in. Well, you just pulled up your phone and just well, like... Well, I was oh. watching the video. I thought you were talking while I was watching the video. No, what's was talking. Yeah, I was talking. All right, so... <laughs> be more proactive. It's tight because you obviously <laughs> want to see rookies do well. But sadly, he's in my boy's division, the Philadelphia Eagles. 
So it's a little scary, you know, it makes you maybe blink twice here and there, but we still ain't scared. But good for him. Good on him. Saquon Barkley, I wish you the best over there in East Rutherford, New Jersey. All right. Now I'm next. There we go. Tight or not tight. Number five. Ja- <laughs> Number five. Jacksonville Jaguars on the latest NFL power rankings are ranking at number two behind the Eagles and at number three, your beloved Patriots. You who, got the who Jaguars. Won the, who won the AFC Championship game? Listen, wait, hey. Wait, no, no, I'm just asking a question. We get it. Eagles are number one. I don't want your no, two No, no, I'm saying like who who posted this? Who published this? Is this is the NFL, like NFL.com. Who won the AFC Championship game? I don't even care. We're talking about now. No, I'm just We're asking talking. a question. <laughs> NFL is talking loud. I'm just asking a Eagles question. Eagles one, Jaguars number two, and then the Patriots. Tight or not tight? Listen, Roger. Listen, Roger Goodell. Listen, Roger Goodell. I know you hate the Patriots. Roger Goodell doesn't have anything to do with the power rankings. He doesn't even care. So he has something to do with the NFL? Of course, he has something to do Who with put the, up NFL. the power rankings. Is he affiliated in any Who way, shape, or form? Shut up. Yes. You think they would call up Roger Goodell? Hey, listen man, listen. To me, we NFL. got this rough draft of our, you know, full you thirty-two power rankings. How do you crap. feel? And then he saw the Patriots at number two. He's like, you know, what? I want to bump up the Jags. Just because Jalen Ramsey talked a whole lot of crap <laughs> and then got exposed, <laughs> exposed oh, by Danny Amendola without Julian Edelman. Not on the field. Got exposed by the Patriots, like, number four receiver. And then the NFL has the audacity to go out and say that the New England Patriots, who, by the way, have won five Super Bowls since Tom Brady took over. Not just five Super Bowls in the history of the franchise, but five Super Bowls in a single quarterback's career are worse than a team who won, what, 10 games last season in the crappiest division on all of football, whose quarterback can't even throw a three-yard out route? The audacity, no, <laughs> the caucasity. <laughs> the caucasity. Of these NFL writers. I, I'm sure it was like their de- their intern. <laughs> <laughs> their intern so, from so Tuscaloosa. Hey, but so what you're telling me it's right, tight, guys, then, right? So you're telling me it's tight. Their intern from no? Tuscaloosa. Come on now. Who's like Blake Bortles is my guy? He's it's from Orlando. Tight. He's probably sitting in the back closet of the NFL offices on the second floor. He's typing it on his laptop from the bathroom stall because he doesn't want to get caught putting the Jaguars ahead of the New England Patriots. Not even the New England Patriots, but. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the Rams, maybe even. The St. Louis, not St. Louis, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers. Saints. The Minnesota Vikings, the New Orleans Saints. Jacksonville We're, should be coming in at number eight. No, come on. Number eight. No. Number one. They top five. I'll give the Eagles number one. They're not top five. I give it number to one, I'll give to the Eagles, defending <laughs> Super Bowl champions. Number two is the New England Patriots. <laughs> number three it's is the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number th- no, n- number three. Give it to the Rams. I give it to the Los Rams. Angeles Rams. Yeah. Number four is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Number five is the New Orleans Saints. You no, know it's like a Saints Packers. Like they're on number the fence, six right? is six. the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Number seven is the Minnesota Vikings, and number eight is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know about that. Number eight <laughs> are the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have no business being in the top ten, let alone at number two. Next. 
whatever. So, so, you're, saying it's, so you're saying next. it's tight? Are I'm saying next. Tight? Okay, top of tight or not tight on that? Number five. That's pretty tight. That's pretty tight. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Is it wrong? Let yeah. me tell you a little something about tight. the Jacksonville Jaguars, all right? They are not good. I, mean, I was going to say they're trash. They're not trash. Their quarterback play. Terrible. Their offensive line. Terrible. Their wide receiver core. Terrible. <laughs> their running back. Average. Average? Leonard, Leonard Fournette is baller, dude. Come on. He's good, not great. TJ Yeldon. Just Who wait. Got? Just wait. Their defense. Chris Ivory. Man. Their defense, great. Their defense also got picked apart by Thomas Brady. Everyone's defense. 41 year old. <laughs> 41 year old. Whatever. Next. Hey, that's all I got for us all. I'm not tight or not tight. Okay, next. Go on to me. Um, this is a little, little segment. So I just told the NFL why they were wrong. Because they are. They're very, very, very wrong. <laughs> I'm going to tell some more people why they're wrong. And that poor unfortunate soul is Talma James, who I had send some I feel tapes. like he's wrong quite a bit. I mean, he has some... He tried to tell me that the 90s era of NBA basketball was this, wasn't more physical than today's era of basketball. It wasn't? He was like, That's what he it's said. not more physical. It's like, it's not less physical now. You're Love kidding. Talmadge, but You're joking, my guy, right? You're, I'm giving you facts here. These are just the facts. Wow. These, thems are the facts. I, I used to have respect the 90s for The 90s was more I don't know. physical. But I had him send over some takes. We're going to tell him why these aren't accurate. Just like I told the NFL why the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't number two okay. in the NFL. First off, Browns will win six games this year. You pick the Browns to win the division. So now you got to say why they won't why? get six games. Yeah. Oh man, well that's that, that's actually going to be kind of hard. Um, um, I, I it shouldn't I could, be hard because they've won one game that's in the last gonna, two I years. Say, I was going to say, you know, it they're just the Browns. Pretty easy. They haven't, to, yeah, they haven't been winning. Pretty easy to say why they won't win six. They haven't been winning. They've got the Steelers in the division. Like it's a, definitely a tough division. It's going to be hard to win six games. I get it. Um, you know what? The, they did add a few guys, but I, you know, it's the Browns, right? Yep, it's that's what I tried Browns. to tell you earlier. So I hate having <laughs> to argue against it because I still believe and I have that on my bed. And you'll have to ma- give me hires. Whatever. But there you go. Tabo, hit it. <laughs> All right. Um, I definitely, I probably. <laughs> Terrible. All right, let me. No, just, <laughs> I was just, I was going to go down, I was going to go down like the same, the same road that you were going down. That's just, just the Browns. Um, Browns one, it's the Browns. Number two, they are going to be led by a rookie quarterback, possibly. If I don't not, think they'll be led. That it'll way. be led by Tyrod Taylor right. at quarterback. Who brought the who's bi- a suitable quarterback? He is, and he brought the Bills to the playoffs last year. But you need the talent around him to for him to do they're, that. They're, the Bills had better. a tremendous are, defense last year. Right, get, secondary one of the best in the league. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. They had one of the best running backs in the league. Right. Didn't really have the receivers. Had a better offensive line than Cleveland has. Yeah, but Cleveland's they're I mean they, they they're making they're making the some playoffs. changes. I mean like they got Jarvis Landry now. I mean they like I said from the very, the from the very first play of scrimmage for the Browns today, Tyrod Taylor tossed up for forty yards. It's against the Giants secondary in a preseason game. I don't even care. You're overreacting too much this preseason game. I don't even care. Game. It was hype, dude. You're I overreacting too much. I went through the Cleveland Browns schedule. Maybe a th- three to four wins for Cleveland on the yeah. schedule. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough schedule. It is. I mean it's. Yeah, you think they'll win the division? You or the Pittsburgh Steelers and it. Baltimore Ravens? They'll win the division I'm with four with wins. It. It's a mile. Wait I'm sticking on. with it. Next, Kawhi will not return to the same player he once was in San Antonio. Tabo, why is Thomas wrong? Because Kawhi Leonard is not a normal human being. 
The dude doesn't smile. Okay. There's no emotions. Like Lil Wayne, he's not a human being. Listen, I think he will get to that just because I think he's happier now. I think he's going to be a lot happier where he's at. He's not in San Antonio where obviously he seemed a little bit depressed. We talked about it about a week ago. <laughs> you know, he smiled once he finally got there. So I think he's going to be happy and he's going to actually enjoy playing again. I think he's going to step it up and get back to where he wants to be. Um, he's wrong because there's no reason why Kawhi shouldn't return. Right. Because he really wasn't injured all of last season. Yeah, like There was, was no injury that would cause him to have to miss the whole season. Yeah. He just didn't want to play for San Antonio. Like That 100%. was the bottom line. 100%, and that's what I'm saying. That's so why it's I think not like he's not going to return to form because he tore his Achilles and can't jump anymore, like it has been the case for players in the past. He'll be fine. He'll return to form. The Raptors will be third in the East, maybe second, and Kawhi Leonard will be an all-star in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. yeah. Them's are the facts. Them's are the Z facts. Giving you facts. Uh, next, soccer will rep- surpass baseball in terms of popularity in the next five years. In the next five years? Like we're talking about, well, that's kind of hard though, because how are we looking at the, like, the de- de- demographic here? Is it like. I'll tell you when we're looking at the demographic after you go, or unless you want me to go first. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I say. Whoa. What do we got? What do we got? This we got? is breaking news. The Patriots have come from behind to beat the Redskins 26-17 to in their first preseason game. Colt McCoy, 203 yards and two touchdowns for the Washington Redskins. Tom Brady didn't play. Yeah. Um, well, if we're, on, if we're on that kind of stuff, I just want to toss out real quick. Russell Wilson, very first drive of the game. He went 4-for-5 for, for 43 yards and a touchdown and also one, no, two rushes for 18 yards for opening drive. Ended it up. Mid-season that, that's form, good. Money, that's Ed. good old Russ right there for you. Looking good. Granted, um, it's the Colts. So. Who's our leading receiver? Man, we didn't throw for any yards. Gosh. <laughs> gosh dang. Gosh dang, gosh Sonny dang. Sonny Michelle just ripping it up. No, Sonny Michelle didn't play. His freaking knees shot. Uh, Jeremy Hill had 51 yards and a touchdown. This there other dude, Webb, had 45 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. I don't know how we won. No okay. one on our team put up any numbers. <laughs> um, but so I don't. I say that's wrong because that was real bad radio. But it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll get up. Our listeners love us. It'll be okay. Yeah. So thanks, we, guys. It's I, in America, soccer isn't gonna ever. I don't think is ever gonna be is ever gonna surpass baseball. I don't think it will happen. Uh, granted, baseball has the ratings have gone down. I understand that. I think they'll, they'll hopefully turn around within the next five years. But if we're looking on a worldwide scale, then soccer is way past baseball. I mean, that's what's hard. But that's why I was kind of confused on where we're looking at it. But I don't in think, America. In America, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Because it's just, it's. We're obviously focusing on the U.S. Yeah. U.S., like the baseball is America's pastime. Like that's their sport. That's what they, that's like the, that's America. Like, right? Unless you're one, one guy, if you, don't, if you don't like football, then you're not American, right? So. <laughs> That was a joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right. Um, let me give you some facts here. Oh, you only spit the facts. I only give you facts. You Just facts. Um, in 2017, the MLS had two teams average more than 30,000 fans per game. Major League Baseball, 13. 13 teams in baseball averaged over 30,000 fans as opposed to only two for the MLS. On the other end, MLS had 11 teams average less than 20,000 fans. The Major League Baseball had only five such teams. So obviously more people are going to 
baseball games than are going to soccer games. Now, obviously, a little, might be a little skewed because of you know stadium capacity. However, it's a, just a fact because I just gave you the numbers. It's a fact that more people are going to baseball games than are going to soccer games. On top of that, Tabo, can you name three MLS players that don't play for Real Salt Lake? Because obviously they're the local team, so you've probably heard of the local club guys. Three MLS players not on Real Salt Lake. Uh, Zlatlin Ibrahimovic. Um, There's one. LA Galaxy. Okay. Um, and I am done. <laughs> now can you name me three baseball players? Not in the American League. I'll take out half the league. Name me three NL players. All right, you got the claw, Clayton Kershaw. You got, oh, yeah, that's right, Cody Bellinger. Should, should I switch teams just to like? Yeah, just switch it up make, to a different team. All right. No, no more players than the NL West. <laughs> NL West? All right. Only um, NL East Central. Uh, Bryce Harper. There's three. Well, Cody Bellinger was number two. So I know, I said that's three. Okay. Because you said Clayton Kershaw, Cody Bellinger, Bryce Harper, there's three. Give us a couple more. Give us five. Only from the NL Central. So from like Cardinals, Cubs, Reds. Uh, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward. Um, who else is on the Cubs? Yadier Molina. Oh. Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Hugh Darvish. Cole Hamels. There you go. These are the facts. <laughs> These are all the facts. <laughs> These are just facts. These people play baseball. So no, baseball is not going to be surpassed by soccer. Um, next one. Andrew Luck, your guy, will have more than 20 touchdowns this season. Balls. I know. Tell him why. Because he sucks. All right. There you have <laughs> it. Next. No. Um, he won't because he hasn't even been throwing footballs exactly. until like, like a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Like that's like, On top of that, there. the Colts just aren't going to be good. The Colts just aren't going to have a good team. They have T.Y. Hilton. Other than that, they really have no weapons on offense. They have an improved offensive line, but they don't have playmakers around Andrew Luck that will score touchdowns. So I'm going to go under on the 23 touchdowns. Tavo? Yeah. Agree with that? Yeah, of course. Same reasoning? Definitely, yeah. And also that's something you just got to like work back into. He's not Aaron Rodgers' stage yet where you can just wake up and throw 30 touchdowns. That's, you just can't do that. So Talmadge says that the Lakers won't win more than 45 games this season. <sighs> Why is that wrong? They got LeBron. Next. That's it. Tall. They've got LeBron James. Let me tell you why the Lakers are going to win more than 45 games this year. They have LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the Sports Take Podcast. There it is, boys. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry we didn't have Britton Covey. Hey, it's okay. We've been stood before. I was talking we'll to Morgan Scally a little bit ago. He stood me up. We're on a roll. It's okay. Well, Britain only had a half an hour today, tonight, uh, between team meetings and practices and such. So, obviously, couldn't make it, up, make it work in that 30 minutes. Also, only got a hold of him this morning, so it's kind of last minute. We're going to work hard this week to get Britton Covey on next week. Have the man, the myth, the legend, the Utah wide receiver out of Timview on with us. If not... Maybe we could work a little bit of Utah State preview in. Call our guy Preston Curtis. We could. I've been, I've been, I've been hitting Aggies. up Christian Falau a little bit. He said he might be down. So we All might right. get some BYU stuff coming on. Get Christian in here. Yeah, be good. Um, we'll give you guys a good show. But thanks for listening. Don't forget, give us a review. Follow us on Instagram. Give us five stars. Tell us what we need to do better. Tell us whose take on Fresh Out of the Oven was the hottest. 
and whose <laughs> is going to be right. Next week, coming up, we'll get into some little, a little more college football. NFL preview coming up, college football preview coming up, college football season coming up, NFL season coming up. You know what? Hey, next week we'll give out fan. our rankings of the NFL. All right? We'll give out what we truly believe. And don't you dare coming up. Fantasy football, my dudes. Ooh, we got some fantasy football coming up. We're going to give you the inside scoop on the NFL next week. Oh, it's yeah. a Sports Take podcast. Today is your defining moment. Expectations are extremely high, but you knew that before you set foot on this campus, before you signed the honor code, before you put on your first BYU shirt. We have a tradition unlike any other. Those that have gone before us are the giants upon whose shoulders we now stand. There'll be no sitting on the sidelines, no waiting for somebody else to make it happen. There'll be no compromises. What I'm asking for is for your performance today to come from a deeper place. No matter how hard, no matter how tough, you're expected to make a difference. There is no other way here other than greatness. And now it's your time to perform. My question to you is, are you ready? Today, are you ready? Are you at your best? Because once you leave this room, people are counting on you. They're counting on you to be great. They're counting on you to be great. And they're counting on you to do all the things you're supposed to do as a representative of BYU. Please never forget why you're here. Never forget who you are. And never forget so much. So much depends on what you do today.
first been a chase is a gift and a curse was on my way up to the top and slipped in the reverse and the same thing i thought killed me brought out the